0: Welcome to Boomer and Senior Travel. We are still off in Africa. This trip was a um, good length trip. It was 13 days, and so I have a lot of video and pictures to share with you and information on traveling in South Africa. South Africa, again, sounds like a place that might not be comfortable or might be a little uncomfortable for you, but It was just extremely well taken care of by the travel company that we traveled with. I really encourage going in places like this where you would be uncomfortable on your own to take a tour, uh, something that's already set up or arrange private tour for your group. I think group tours are great because the price point is much more reasonable. And you have other people to talk to and to socialize with. And to me, that just it was really fun to make a lot of new friends on this trip. As we went on, we were still in our last day. We went into Kruger Park in the morning. And the sunrise is just about as beautiful as the sunset. I really enjoyed the trees. I think the trees in the landscape in South Africa, I don't know why, but I just... That's something that I just think of when I think of uh, South Africa is areas where trees just stand out, like lone trees here and there in the grassy areas. And I wasn't disappointed. There were some beautiful trees, especially um, during the sunrise and sunset, made for wonderful photographs. So we got up very early in the morning because we had to travel into the park a ways and from our hotel. And so we get up, and it was cold. So if you are there in that time of year, they were there in July, you will want to dress warmly. We dressed in a lot of layers. We had turtlenecks on, um, then a sweater, then a coat. I had gloves. I had a hat. Just make sure that you're warm and comfortable because you've got to remember, even though they enclose the sides down somewhat, these are open vehicles that you're traveling in. So you want to make sure that you have you know, warm enough clothing with you. Again, if you don't remember from prior shows, I would suggest that you take some kind of a bag or a uh, backpack, something that you can put on you because these uh, a lot of people lose cameras and bags and purses and things right out of the sides or bottoms of these vehicles. And so if you have some kind of a backpack, then you can put that on either frontwards or backwards so that You can have your stuff with you, like a snack or lip balm to keep your lips warm, uh, some water, your camera equipment, anything else that you might need, and especially in something that is waterproof just in case it's raining. They do, these vehicles have plastic sides that they can put down, but people really don't like them down because when they're down, you can't really see out. You can see light, but you can't see you know, the animals and things, so go prepared for those kind of things and maybe take a rain jacket like those light plastic rain ponchos or there's also kind of a plastic rubber suits that you can buy that are lightweight that you can just snap into if you'd rather do that to keep your legs dry because they come with pants and a jacket. So, you know, be ready for any kind of warm. I would assume that when it's really hot some of the things that might make your travel more comfortable there would be they have these neck coolers. They're like a long piece of material that's sewn around and and in it is uh, almost like a kind of little plastic thing that soak up water and you can get them cold and put it around your neck and that can kind of keep you cool. You can take one of those personal fans with you or something to fan yourself with. A damp cloth with some water if you can wet down your face or your neck or your head. Uh, Those kind of things can help keep you a lot cooler on a hot day. Always make sure that you carry water with you, bottled water. Uh, another thing, when you travel in countries, be aware of water. It's always best to drink bottled water. I mean, I always do, even if they say that it's safe, just because I just don't trust anybody else's water purifying systems other than ours. Europe's pretty good. There are a few places, but, you know, be careful. You don't want to get sick. That's one of the things that makes a trip really lousy. The next thing that we went to is we were stopped at a place that had lion cubs. It was kind of a reserve place where they take care of the animals and they were raising these cubs. They were the cutest little things ever and we got to go inside. Now here's another really funny thing. So we got to go inside and pet and play with lion cubs. Now we didn't even think about it being something that could be dangerous, you know? Those cats were big enough that when they got a hold of something on, like you'll notice that they got a hold of my husband's um, cell phone on his side and they were pulling and tugging on it and he couldn't get them to let go. They have teeth. You know, in some other areas um, that aren't, what we call them, quality controlled or regulated Like this, they allow you to do things that otherwise you, other places, wouldn't be allowed because of safety reasons. But here, they let us play with the Cubs. Sometimes you have to use your own sense. We didn't. We just took it at face value that, hey, we got to do this. We got to go play with the Cubs with no regard for our own safety. So, you know, even though when you're on a trip, they allow you to do things, it's a good idea to think through it before you do. I'm going to share some of the video with you of the time that we've spent in this enclosure with the lion cub pull him on your lap go back against the fence and let him, yeah there you go oh he's going to shove me <laughs> <laughs> You, <laughs> <laughs> you hey, hey, i hey, He's with the little lion cubs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <you> get it now. <laughs> I didn't think you the anyway. <laughs> 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 You No, no, no. Play with him. Look at him. He's going to bite you. He's going to bite you. Hey, bite you. <laughs> 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 you got to hold your pack He's alright, He's really interested in your camera. Now that we've seen that the baby lion cubs, you can see why you'd want to do it. It was so fun, and they were so sweet. They allowed us five minutes to be in with them and play with them, and then we had to leave. So they would let so many people in at a time. I think it was like. Uh, probably about 10 people and then after they got done and they would change the cubs back and forth, they had a bunch of them, they would take them in and out also and rotate them so that you know they didn't get overwhelmed it was sure fun for us, what an experience then we were off into the park and back into Kruger Park to see what we could find there that day what we found were two lionesses I think you'd call them lionesses, I don't know, female lions and they were off and on the hunt. And we saw them coming down a the trail. These drivers, they park, cause they're really good at parking where you can see and watch. And these lionesses were coming down this trail and they were going at a good clip. They were trotting down that, that path, one following the other, with no regard looking one way or the other. And they, whatever they were headed to, they were fixed on that and they were on their way. But what a sight. The other thing that I wanted to see so bad, I mean, it was probably number one on our list of the big five was a rhino. We wanted to see a rhino. We've always had a thing in our family that rhinos uh, were meant for charging ahead and getting ahead and doing what was necessary to get what it is that you wanted in life. And so we have a whole lot of rhinos all over our house, and they stand for you know, charge, go for it, do what's necessary. There was a book I read once, and I still just love it, and it's called Rhino Success by Scott Alexander. What a wonderful book. He talks about, you know, if problems come your way, you just let them bounce off your inch-thick rhino skin, and it talks about you as if you were a rhinoceros and how to succeed. And we've always kept rhinos around since we read that book, and they've just kind of been our little mascot for setting our goals and getting our goals. So we wanted to see a rhino. As we went along, the guides told us that if we wanted to see a rhino, one of the big um, hints as to where they were and how they track where they're going to be is rhino dung. They they kind of they go to the bathroom in the same place. They have almost what are lavatories and so they're just in different areas and so they would see these and here was this dung pile, and as the rhino would lead, the rhinos kick in it, and it gets on their hooves, and then as they walk through the dirt, um, other rhinos can come, they can, they can actually tell which rhinos have been there by the smell of their dung, and then follow them. And so they can tell, you know, that's kind of like their marker, and, and so anyway, but it also lets the guides know went kind of by looking at it, how long it's been since they've been there or if they're in that area. We were really excited the first time we saw a rhino dung pile. And then we were looking and looking and looking. It was just really exciting to watch. And, and they said that they would probably be off in the bush and that was the big thing. When you're, when you're out on a safari, a lot of times the animals aren't right on the road. You're going to have to look and look and look and see if you can see them. Always carry a really good pair of binoculars. They don't have to be huge ones, but just ones that you, know, you are comfortable with using and carrying. Uh, as we looked off to the side, we saw this rhino, and it was sitting clear back in the bush and you could barely see it, but as we got closer, we were able to see more and more of it, and the rhino then started moving, and as he moved out into the open a little bit more, we were able to see. Uh, the whole rhino and and that was just that was the most amazing experience for me to see this rhino right out in the wild now the rhinos had a birds on their backs and um, I think my grandson said this is a symbiotic probably wrong symbiotic relationship he said the uh, bird eats the bugs uh, or the, I don't know, the stuff, the little bugs that are in the rhino's skin. And the rhino gets rid of the bugs. And so it's a win-win situation. And it was really fun to see these birds. And they were on all of the, a lot of the animals. We saw them on the, uh, uh, we saw them on giraffes. We saw them on zebras. And then here we saw them on the rhinos. And they just, the, the rhinos would walk around and, and the birds never left. They just cling right on there and then hang on, and the rhinos would walk around with these birds on their back. So the rhino uh, did what some of the animals did, which was really cool. And that is, he slowly decided to cross the street, and our drivers just sat real still. And there were several, you know, as soon as we'd see an animal, then of course they would call on the radio, and then anybody else that was in the area would come. Blasting up there to you know get a look at whichever animals were uh, in that area that a driver had called in. Well, as we watched, the rhino came and he crossed the road. I mean, he he just kind of lumbered up the side of the road and he didn't even look at us. I guess they're really used to the trucks and the cars there. And he just moseyed on across the road and down the other side and, off he went, back into the bush, but we got to get a re- some really close, wonderful looks at uh, a live rhino. Uh, I think these ones in this area are the black rhino. And the rhinos again, as well as the elephants, have a real problem with predators and the biggest predator being human. Uh, it's just sad that people will kill these animals for their horns. Thanks for joining us at Boomer and Senior Travel. I'm Debbie Gerber. I'm so happy to have you join me. I hope that you enjoy these episodes from Boomer and Senior Travel. Used to be scattertravel.tv. We have since niched down into more of a Boomer and Senior Age group, although all of this information is good for everyone. We will introduce some of the products and things that I think will really help seniors and boomers as they travel, as well as tips along the way, come to our website, boomerandseniortravel.com. Thanks for joining us.